Hi, I'm Zohara with The Soloist. Conversations on soul, music, education, life, and many things in between. The places we meet in soul. Hello and welcome, friends. They call it Boxing Day. This is the day after Christmas Day when the big excitement and preparation is, is starting to wind down. People are exhausted, full, agitated, happy, as we all know, this time of the year, apart from the fact that this is the end of the year and it's an accumulated effort which is putting its impact on us, it's also the meeting of uh, family, uh, friends, and not every one of them we get on very well with. So there's a big joke, or maybe not joke, maybe this is reality, among psychotherapists that they are needed the most after the Christmas period, when people go back home, meet their family, many buttons are being pushed, and people find it at times very hard to go back home and to face things that they chose to avoid or detach themselves from or run away from or overcome or whatever. Many people say that when they come home, back home or when family of origin comes to Christmas, they find themselves again three years old. So it's a very a meaningful, emotional um challenging time for many people and at the same time exciting and uh, enriching and there's place for more than one emotion <laughs> in our life the more the better or let's say I'm not saying uh, make sure that you've got many emotions I say just try to get in touch with them don't, don't suppress them, don't run away from them, don't deny them. Just be, let the things that you feel be your friends, your allies. The places in you that tells you that something wants your attention. And as we are taking a breath after Christmas and preparing for the next event, the New Year, there's another thing which many people find themselves um, busy doing or um, wanting to do or feeling the pressure to do or just loving doing it. And this is New Year Resolution. I meet at this time of the year quite a few people who are frantic to do a New Year Resolution. And it made me ponder, reflect 
on the whole concept of New Year resolution. It um, sometimes you ask you you hear people saying, "Have you done your New Year resolution?" or "Oh my God, I haven't done my New Year resolution yet," or "I should sit down and do my New Year resolution." And always it feels like another burden, another thing that you have to do. And if you don't do, mm -mm -mm, that's not good. So it brought me to investigate, do a little private, small investigation about how I feel about this concept of New Year resolution. So uh, first of all, as, as you, since English is not my mother tongue, I'm actually referring to the dictionary. I'm just putting Google, opening Google, or open the dictionary and opening the dictionary and trying to get in touch more or a bit more in depth to the word resolution because there's something demanding, something of a, a forceful quality that I feel, but this is just on a sensation, on a sensing level. I want to bring it to my mind. I want to inquire what it is. So the dictionary says about resolution, one, a firm decision to do or not to do something. So I'm noticing there a firm resolution, a firm decision. Number two, the quality of being determined or resolute. I just love it when uh, sometimes we get explanations for something with using the same word. So we're trying to see what resolution is, so we don't need the word resolute here. But determined. Determined also has uh, quite a strong application. There's some suggestion. I am determined to do this and this. Okay, that's uh, quite interesting, but it's not enough for me, so I keep scrolling, and I'm getting into what is the meaning of resolution. So I'm getting this one. I'll, I'll, I'll just share this with you and we'll stop here. Britannica Dictionary definition of resolution is the act of finding an answer or solution to a conflict, problem, etc. Or the act of resolving something, a court for the resolution of civil disputes. That's quite interesting. So this is an act of finding an answer or resolution to a conflict, a problem. Mm. So my reflection, my wondering continues. So while reading this one, it um, satisfies my curiosity to understand why I feel this weird feeling towards the, the word. Why I'm never at ease, or not really at ease with this word. Is it finding an answer? Is it finding a solution to a conflict or problem? So does it mean that we are, we or our life, or especially this year, have been a problem and we are looking for something to solve this conflict, solve this problem? Hmm. Are we really thinking, still thinking, that life should be without conflict? That conflict has no place in our life? 
or when we have a problem or disease, illness, difficulty, hardship, loss. This is something that points that we've done something wrong and we need to fix it. So it made me think, and I know it's not the whole truth, it's just one aspect of it. It made me think how our society tends to desire to fix problems, to fix life. Now, fixing is not changing. I'm very much supporting change. I think change is as good as a holiday. But we do know that we have a fear to change, but let's put it aside. But what about fixing everything which goes in our life, not according to our plan? Does it mean that we've done something wrong? Does it point out a mistake? Now, of course, there are things that we know that we would like to improve. There are things that we know we would like to achieve. There are things that we know we would like to get more of or get less of. All of these things, many times, or maybe always, act as motivation, as the raft on which we row in our life. But if we need to fix everything, if we need to resolve everything, if we need to look at the continuation and progress of life as something that needs to only be improved, when are we going to get the chance of slowing down? When are we going to get the chance of enjoying the fruits of what we've done or what life brought to us? So this brings me to suggest another way of um, looking at, uh, looking and maybe even doing and treating, that would be a good word, treating this time of the year, just a few days before this year is coming to an end and the new year is coming. So I suggest an end-of-year celebration. And when I say celebration, you can choose the celebration that you want to celebrate. But I'm not referring to inviting 100 people with drinks and food and celebrating. That's, well, this is another option. I'm suggesting celebrating ourselves, each and one of us, celebrating the year that has passed celebrating the events that have come upon us during this year. Our tendency to be so occupied with future and with trying to cancel the past or run away from the past or carry the burden of the past creates a very narrow present and we talked in many other podcasts, in many other episodes of this podcast, about living in the presence, living in presence, being present in the presence. 
So we touched it from in many point of views, and we know that uh, this is one thing that we hear a lot around us. Whenever we search for things, there comes the need of being in the now. Not in yesterday, and not in tomorrow. In the now. So this need to look at the future and see what we can achieve in the future, what we can correct in the future, what we can amend, what can we improve, upgrade, and so on, because we usually want more of or better than, it makes us devalue the things that we already have achieved. You see it a lot with children and parents. When parents who think they want the best for the kids, they always motivate them to do more, which is, has a very important place. But many times parents forget to celebrate what a child has already achieved or what the child is doing. And more important, above all, who the child is. Who the child is. Not just what the child does. So because we tend to overlook the things that we already achieve, we, but while being busy about what we are going to do or what needs to be done more, I celebrate what you did this year, what came upon you this year. Some of the things were beyond what you wanted, beyond what you expected, and many of them that you did not want, actually. And if it would be up to you, you would not have them. The problem is that we forget. Today, 26th of December, 2023, some of us might remember the highlights of the year. Some of us might remember the things which triggered us this year. Some of us remember the pains and hurts of this year. But only the ones that stand up, not the little things. Some of us might even look back and say, ah, this was a horrible year. And when I ask, tell me more, was everything horrible or what was horrible? And the answer sometimes will be, yes, everything was horrible. So the horrible thing had such an impact on them that it colored the whole year in this shade. The little rays of sunlight that came into their life has been forgotten because this dark patch, or horrible patch as they call it, is so big that it puts in the shade the light. Mm. I like the thought of this one, that the shade, the shadow, puts in the shadow. That the dark part should put the light in the shadow. <laughs> I'm just getting confused myself with too many words. Okay, back to the line. How can we remember all the things? Many of us keep a calendar. Some of us keep a diary which talks uh, and explains and shows things which are deeper than 
what we do. So this would be a wonderful place to go to if you've got a diary or a journal. Some, but other, other people who don't have a journal, they have calendar. I think in today's world, every, every, everybody has got a calendar. Digital calendar, um, hard copy calendar. Uh, we have so many things happening every day or throughout the week that we find it impossible to handle our life without having a calendar. So one thing is you've, you've got a calendar. And the other thing, we all are taking photos. So since this time that we all have telephone that is also a telephone, but mainly a device that takes photos and keeps memories and calendar and all of this, um, everything that we have in our device, we have lots of photos. And we take lots of photos because uh, before many, many years ago, do you remember this year, if you might be too young, no, you're not too young. You're young. You might be young to remember or to know about it, but before we had digital photos, we used to have a film. We used to have a camera, and we used to take a picture, and then we used to take it to the lab, leave it there, leave the film there, and um, after a few days, we came and picked it up, and we got pictures printed out of this film. And we paid the money, we said thank you, and so on. I even remember the times that it was black and white only. And then I remember when it was colored. We, had, we got colored pictures, which was very different. And for many people, it was in our face. Wow, is this how I look? So then at that time that we didn't have digital photos, whenever you took photo, you were thinking before about the photo. Because every photo that has been developed uh, out of the film cost you money. And you could not come and say, just choose the good ones, I'm not going to pay for the bad ones, or the bad poses, and so on. So today we don't, have, we don't do any uh, rethinking. We just take photos by photos by photos. And sometimes it seems as if our life is lived for the sake of the photos. Because we've got a big demand on social media that we need to show ourselves, preferably at our best. And sometimes, for the best, we need to take 10 photos, if not more, in order to get a good picture. And if the good picture has been chosen, and if this, even this is not satisfied, we'll Photoshop it, we'll kill it with Photoshop, just to show the reality that we want to be seen. So, the point is that all of us have lots of photos. So go to the calendar and go to your photos and go month by month, if you want, week by week. But we have 12 months, so you are all according to the time that you want to devote to this adventure. Calendar photo album and start bringing up, reviving moments of this year and write them down. Try not to fill them, not just writing down 
Of course, if it brings emotions, if you have lots of uh, emotions or charge that go with them, by all means, they are highly, mostly invited. When it doesn't have any particular emotion, just write them down and note them. And take time. You don't even have to finish it by the end of this year. Because you might be busy with family now, with guests that are still in your home from Christmas, or new guests that are coming, or you yourself are a guest. So you don't have to really finish it. There's no due date. Closing date is the 31st of December. No, this is the time of the year. And time has got elasticity. It's the time in your heart. The time that your heart has towards this adventure. So take the time, and maybe every day, or every time that you feel like doing it, just sit a little bit with this. Scroll your pictures, look at your calendar, and write down, January 2023, what were the things that come up? What are the things that actually I would like to remember that I've done? And also the bed inverted commas, things that I said, that I mentioned. Because some things that happened to you were so much not your doing. Look at your life at 2023. And among all the things, you can pick up the things which really touched your heart. Which you feel are really important. And the reason that I mention these things time and time again is because we have a plan. It's like, what is New Year resolution? It's a plan. You have a plan for the year to come. And even if it's not a general plan, even if it's something that you say, this year I'm going to stop drinking. Or this year... I'm going to eat healthier food. Or this year, I'm going to go to the gym every day or three times a week. These are things that you hear a lot in your resolution. This year, I'm going to find a woman. This year, I'm going to find a partner. So we have a plan. Wonderful. It's good to have a plan. And then something happens. Earthquake, war, illness, loss, bushfire, flood, loss of income. The list is so long. And all your plans, even the little things, go out of the window. Because when you are in dire strait, you don't go to the gym. You find it even hard to eat healthy food. You find it almost impossible to not go back to old, even um, unhealthy habits. And all of these are parts of what makes us human. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. 
And then we pick ourselves up and we have another resolution and we go again. But New Year resolution is a plan. So you have a plan, all beautiful. You always have to leave Levi for when things happen in your life. Because even in 2024, most likely something that you haven't planned will happen. Let's hope a very minute one, one that you can manage, one that you can resolve. We all have good wishes for everyone and for the world. Not just at this time of the year, but for always. But things do happen and we know them. So when they happen, you just look back and forget what you've done. The little acts of self-love or love to others, to your family members, to your friends, you just forget them because they were not a part of the big plan. Nobody was planning that when a friend will die, I will attend to this friend's needs. Because you were not sitting doing your resolution and saying, okay, if, I, if one of my friends is going to die, I'm going to do such and such and such. This is not the way we live our life, which is completely natural and understandable. But when you look back, it might be different. So here's an example. You might look back and say, oh, yeah, in April, such and such friend has died. Actually, I see that she started to be sick in, at the end of January 2023. She died at the end of April 2023. What have I done for this friend? Now, two things might come of, of, out of this one. One of them that you will be able to see the little acts of friendship that you have given this friend. You wanted more, you wanted to do more, but your own life took over. But even when you could not do more, you called her every now and then. Or just send a message saying, thinking of you. And these things that you completely forgot when you are preparing your new, your new year resolution are the things which makes and builds who you are. They are for you the reminders and the proof of how beautiful your soul is. And the essence and the gifts that you're carrying. So when you look, when you look at this and give it your attention and your appreciation, something wider is happening is happening in you. Because even though you did not achieve buying a new house, you did not even sell the old house or your current house, you did not lose the 10 kilos that you wanted. The truth is you even put another 5 kilos. You did not go to the gym three times a week. The truth is you even cancelled your membership because it was too expensive and you went into uh, financial hardships. So you might look at this and say, whoa, what a year of failure. Or most likely you will say, what a failure I was. 
didn't do anything that I promised myself to do last year. Moreover, I did the opposite. And I don't think this is a good motivation to create content in yourself. It just adds to the self-punishment, self-detest, or if you're brave to call it self-hatred. And self-hatred is not just for people who look from the outside unsuccessful. I have, here is a kookaburra laughing or agreeing with me. Okay, kookaburra, thank you. It was a reminder to stop. I myself have episodes of self-hatred, big ones, small ones, and then I pick myself up. So when you look at... Hmm, I'm thinking of the kookaburra, how the laughter comes in my life in many meaningful times. I will write something in my journal. And when I get to something which is really important, fragile, or so sacred that I'm uh, hesitating to touch, then the kookaburra laughs. And then the kookaburra laughed. Back to the point that I was before kookaburra laughed. Yeah, it's looking at the places that when your life went out of the decision, out of your uh, plan, and you feel resentment to the things that happened, and more importantly, to yourself, which is the sad thing. We do feel in today's life in everything that happens in the world, we do feel that things go in a faster tempo. Many things that are not in our control, or may, let, may, let me say many more things who are not in our control are happening. And the more we feel like this, the more we feel that we need to bring more weapon, more armor, uh, more, if you want, mass destruction, in order to conquer it. Because the more, the, the more need there's from outside, the more need we try to bring from inside. So people are busier, people are less happy. I'm talking completely generally. I'm just going through many people which I know, and I'm, I'm not even saying that this is the majority of them. But it's enough, it's... Uh, big enough number that makes me want to find another way to inquire more to see if there's anything which I can do or be in a different way to, he to help these people or to be with them and with myself. 
So as you look to this month of January when your friend got sick and end of April when your friend died, you couldn't change it. This was her journey. But what you can do is see the moments that you have been there for her or for him. As I, as I mentioned before. And if you feel that you haven't done enough for him or for her, feel the pain of this and just keep it as a little ribbon on your heart. Ribbon with a little bit of a, a small heart in it. Because people continue to die and maybe the next person that you love or carry or care for uh, when this person goes into hardships, you will see if you can want to find another way to be with this friend. So it's not about punishing, it's about learning. And if not, if you have quite pleasant, sweet, warm feelings towards your acts of kindness to this person, celebrate them. This is what I mean by celebrating. Just stop, breathe, and say, mm. it might come with a tear or two. Don't save on your tears. They are important. And just feel into this place. Take a breath and move on. Go like this month by month. And from my experience, I know that one, you, it makes you realize how much goes in one year. But I'm not really referring here to the things that you, it's not an accumulating um, deeds that you've done. It's the little acts of love, of care, of all that you had in your life and celebrate them. Celebrate just by watching them, by feeling them again. So this is what I suggest. In this time of the year, just stop And sometimes it might mean just stop your mind from working too hard. Stop. Breathe. Take a breath. More than one, if possible. And wonder. Wonder what have I, or how have I been during 2023. Don't measure yourself by, by the acts or by the amount of money in the bank, or by the number of friends you accumulated, or by the number of friends you lost. Most likely, if you're still here, you were here also a year ago. So one thing for sure happened. You saw 365 sun rises. Even if you haven't witnessed them and watched them and stopped when they happened, 
you were there when 365 sun rises happened. You were also there for 365 sunsets. Maybe you watched a few of them. Maybe none of them, but they were there. So I wish you from a loving heart a fulfilling 2024. And when I say fulfilling, I mean just celebrate yourself. And it will help if you will look at 2023 and celebrate the big little minute moments. Stop, breathe, wonder. Lots of love to you. And next time we talk, it will be 2024. Keep well. Thank you for being with us. If you like to support this podcast, please subscribe to it, share it with friends, leave a comment and rating stars in Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. And you could always join our list to get notified when a new episode is on air. If you wish to support the podcast by donating, please click the PayPal link that you'll find in the show notes. And thank you for your generosity. You could also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and in my website. All of these appear in the show notes. Wishing you all the best. Lots of love.